Welcome back to the Scoop College Basketball Podcast. We are back with yet another conference preview. Today, we are previewing the Missouri Valley, which is typically one of the stronger mid-major leagues. Last year, it finished 16th out of the 32 leagues on Ken Palm, which is not typically amazing. Um, Seems like it's usually a little bit higher than that. It did not help that they lost Loyola, who was dominant in that league. They would not have helped it out last year with how bad they were, but uh, typically a Missouri Valley powerhouse. They did add some new teams last year in Murray State, Belmont, and UIC. And the team that made the tournament was Drake, which they got a 12 seed. But they choked to Miami in the first round. Miami eventually made a Final Four. Drake could have easily won that game. So what are your opening thoughts on the MBC, Kyle? Um, Yeah, no, especially with um, Loyola being gone. And Loyola should be improved this year, too. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in we'll a few talk weeks. About I, I kind of like their team. Time. Um, but yeah, no, it's not as bad as I thought, but it's going to be worse than last year, probably, Um, if I were to. I think the bottom of the conference is, is really bad. Like, Yeah, but it's like it's like a bottom like two not a bottom like yeah group. like it's just like a few like maybe outliers. it drops a couple places nothing huge though like I, I think it'll go up 16 is like not that high yeah i just don't think there's a team nearly as good as drake from last year personally well, personally i think drake has the potential to be as good as they were last year mm-hmm. but yes. we we will we will talk about that i know you have different opinions on that we will argue it out to the death on here whether drake will be good again but yeah uh all conference members from last team um tucker vries uh is back at drake marcus domas transferred to illinois ben creke transferred to iowa rink mast he transferred to nebraska roman penn exhausts his eligibility and ben shepherd started his pro career he was a first round pick right or was it early the indiana second? pacers yeah first, first round pick yeah, and yeah, love to see NBC guys getting That's drafted. Awesome. It's, it's amazing. Okay. Yeah, this, the second team we have Bowen Bourne back at Northern Iowa. Jace Carter transferred to Texas A&M. Donovan Clay is back at Missouri State. Maleve Leones is back at Bradley. And Corvassier McCauley exhausts his eligibility. Moving on to the third team, Cameron Henry exhausts his eligibility. Lance Jones transferred to Purdue. Rob Perry is back at Murray State. Kenny Strawbridge is back at Evansville. And Garrett Sturz exhausts his eligibility. Uh, one new coach in Roger Powell Jr. He is the Valparaiso head coach, replacing Matt Vladich, who was fired. Um, I do like to hire, but we're gonna talk about it in a little bit. But it, it'll it'll be it'll be a little bit. It's gonna take some time. Without, it will uh, take some time. A tough tough job. Yes. Um. Yeah. They they can be good though. I mean, they they've they've had a lot of success in the past. They have though. Bryce Drew. Um. I mean, he Powell was associate coach under Bryce Drew. Mm, there you go. And he's coming from Gonzaga, so I I kind of I kind of like what uh kind of like what's going on there. Moving to our personal all conference teams for this upcoming season, I would be very surprised if we don't have Tucker DeVries both winning Player of the Year. He's just yeah. quite clear and far and away the best player in his conference. He is only in the conference because his dad is the head coach at Drake. He was a top one recruit. He's lived up to every part of that. If not better, he's a legitimate NBA prospect. He would you just, call him a um a power forward or a small forward? Um, I would uh, more of a four, I think. I think too. Um, 
he's one of the best power forwards in the country. Like, yeah, but he's like more, he's like a kind of a wing for him. Like he's, he does, he does a lot of damage from the outside. Um, mm-hmm. I think defense is a lot of where that positional yeah. takes into like, he's not really guarding wings in that sense. He's more of like guarding fours yeah. and, I'd say he's yeah. more of a four as well. I was just checking. Yeah. And also the way their lineup works. Um, mm-hmm. I think it sets out for him to be a four. But another player I have is Bowen Bourne on my yeah. first team. He's going to put up numbers Insane and player. really score the ball. Um, Northern Iowa might be decent this year. Um, they return a lot. They do. So I think he could, uh, I mean, obviously he's kind of working with what he's worked with, which has been successful. I also have Donovan Clay from Missouri State. I think he will be their best player. He's pretty old, really productive last year. So did you have yep. him? Um, I, Cade Tyson. Um, um, so I have Robbie Avila. That's where okay. why I discussed where we have our difference. Yes, uh, two rising sophomores, both very good, both on very good teams. Um, we went a little different directions there, but yes, both. And then on my players. two guard, I have Connor Hickman. Bradley okay. standout. Um, he's in for a huge season. Um, I think you know, I people in Bradley speak really highly of this kid. He has a great IQ. Um, can really create his own shot. Um, I watched him a good bit last year. I was really amazed with his poise. Um, he's a really really good player. Um, and I think he's their best. He's gonna be their best player this year. Okay, well, I have another guy from Bradley on my first team. It is Maleve Leones. I think he's the best defensive player in this conference and will really make a bigger impact down low with rink mask gone. Um, I did not have Connor Hickman on my all-conference teams. I, I could have had him. I went a little bit different direction with Bradley's backcourt, as we will get to later. Um, then I had Avila on my second team. Did you have Leones on your first team? Second team. Okay. Yeah, um, did, so did we name off all your first team guys, yeah. or is there one more? That's every one of my okay. first teams. So my second team, I have Isaiah Swope for Indiana State. He was really good at Southern Indiana, really can make shots. And Indiana State has a lot of departing players in the backcourt, um, like Cameron Henry, Cooper Nice, uh, McCauley was a big-time scorer as well. I think that is Swope's role to take into. I think he is the best Maybe the best player on his team. Obviously, um, Avila is really good, but Swope is going to be the guy to get in the bucket. Julian Larry is really good, man. I, I love Julian Larry. You know, I feel like with Julian Larry in years past, like he was, you know, I think he was hurt last year for a while. Um, but then also, I mean, Indiana State has so many good guards, and he, he had to play behind them. I think this year is a big year for him. I, you know, it's funny. I looked at Swope on my roster, and he's like, he's like five eleven, isn't he? And he's from yeah. A I mean, he's he's a you know. I look past guard. him and think, oh, you know, he's like a walk on, right? Because you know, five eleven from a D two, and he five ten, one seventy. He can he can put a bucket, so you may okay. have to adjust your transfer rankings because I will. Uh, it looks it looks it looks oh, like you uh the new D one. Southern Indiana. Yeah, I mean, they, that was their first year D1 last year. He was, uh, I believe he was, yeah, his first team player in the OBC was uh, was pretty efficient. Um, okay. Considering his uh, high volume shot taking, shot over 42% from three. I still do love Larry, but 
we'll get into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, a swoping tree. Solid. Kind of overlooked him. Um, the Larry, though, he's more of just like a pure point guard. Doesn't really look to yeah. do much. Um, That's that too. Which is Swope is going to be the guy getting Um, But yeah, uh, Rob Perry is another guy I have for Murray State. Experience has been good for a long time in college. It sets in now at Murray State. Um, I think he's the best player on this team. Uh, Do you have him on your second team as well? Um, Another guy I have kind of took him, maybe a reach here, maybe it's not. I have Isaiah Rivera from UIC. I think he uh, really could fit in well in this level. Um, he would, he was pretty good at Colorado state. Um, and if he can, like, he was a good ish starter on a, I mean, Colorado state struggle, but they were, they were better than they, uh, the record indicated last year. I think I am a huge Isaiah Rivera fan. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of shocked you had him there too. I thought I was going to be, I love that's like one of my, not like one of my like super favorite transfer pickups, but one of the ones that I really like. He's a really high IQ guy. Like he takes shots within the offense. He's something UIC really needs because someone like Jace Carter would just chuck up any shot he wanted to. Um, so you know to get you know kind of the opposite. Um, and then Rivera is good size. He can really shoot the rock. He was a little, you know, he was extremely efficient two years ago. He was pretty efficient last year with a little bigger volume. Um, he's gonna have a big volume this year. Him and um. Toby Aquani as well. Those two guys are going to be their two best players. Um, but no, I think Rivera is ready to be a number one option on on Missouri, yes. on, on Illinois. Yes. Did you have him on your all conference team? He's on my second team. Yes. Okay. Another guy, the last guy I had that we haven't talked about on my second team is Titan Anderson, uh, Northern Iowa forward, a uh, good rebounder, good scorer. Um, I mean, I think he can just get a little bit better. Um, I feel like he's pretty young if I'm not mistaken. You're going to love this one, too. Um, Titan yeah, Anderson's was, a sophomore. Just, yeah. I mean, I COVID sophomore, so he's going into his fourth year. Yeah. But he, he got way better last year, and he, he ever did. even was close to being. So, like, that's He was the odd Iowa, um, in Northern Iowa guy I left off. Him and... um. Uh, Nate Heisey is going to have a big year, too, I think, after his hand injury. Um, okay. He's someone I really liked two years ago. Um, so yes. I'm excited to see him back. Um, so you have him on your all conversation? No, or just I have stuff? Michael Duax on my okay. second team. Um, you know, everyone, I don't hate it at all. Michael Duax. Um, he's the Almanac breakout player of the year. But um, you, bought, you bought the Almanac. You know, I, I looked on Northern Iowa's website, and it was there. They kept oh, their, so you didn't buy on bio, but. but he's someone I really liked in general. Um, you know, he is really good. He's good size. Um, you know, he's good from from three, and he can kind of create mm. his own shot decently. His three so. point percentage was. He didn't. He didn't really take. Oh, that's rare points. from Northern Iowa. Um, but yeah, he he was really efficient on the shots he did uh, take just mm-hmm. all over the floor. Um. Yeah, no, it's interesting to see how he'll fit in with all of Northern Iowa shooters. Maybe he'll be more of a shot creator, which they kind of do need, honestly. So, yeah. um, next to Bowen. So, it's going to be a fun um, team. Yeah, yeah. Are we done with your second team? Yeah, I got Kay Tyson and Malevi. Okay. Did you make a third team? Or... I did. Okay, so third team that Bradley Gardat was inferring to earlier is Duke Dean. Um, 
He's their point guard, so I just uh, went with him. I mean, I, I could have gone Hickman as well. They're very similar production outputs likely to happen this year. Um, and I think Bradley's going to be good, so that's why I put him on here. Yeah, I got Julian Larry and Atten Wright from Drake. Um, okay. I think Atten Wright is going to be their best guard. Um, they're going to be asking a lot of him. Um, I kind of feel like they do have some. Roman Penn was a big loss, whether yes, we want to yes, admit yes. that or not. Oh, he absolutely um, was. He's he was an incredible floor general, mm. made, and he was extremely good at the end of games. You know the way he could close out games, make the right play every time. Um, pretty much, maybe except for the Miami game, I forget. I think he made a blunder <laughs> or two in that game. Yeah, but I mean, in Miami's very good. Um, so you know, besides that, like I think they're going to struggle to close out games the same that they did last year. I think it's going to be an issue. Um. But I think Adam Wright is going to be their lead guard. And he, he was on a really bad team last year in Cal State Northridge. But again, yeah, he shot the ball at a pretty decent clip on a bad team, which is admirable always. He he was the one guy on that team that was like actually good. Yeah, of course. No, he was definitely a, a big West caliber player, um, sure. which <laughs> there wasn't many of on that team. So, uh, you know, Drake got a solid pickup here. I like him more than Gibson from UTA. So yeah, I, I do as well. I think he's more of a two guard. Gibson's more of a one guard, but I'm not mm-hmm. super on Gibson either way. Quite frankly, we will get into that later. But um, Jacoby Gillespie for Belmont, another guy I have on um, my third team. Um, did you do you have him there as well? I did, and then I took him off for Larry. <sighs> I I love. See, Jacoby. personally, I think Gillespie is a lot better than Larry. Yeah, um, like I said, also with Indiana State and their guards, like Larry definitely had to play a backseat to McCauley too. Like he never really he looked to score. Was. Like he's not he's not a guy that really initiates he might this year though. He he could he could especially if Aaron Gray doesn't get a waiver. Then he's definitely yeah that that would be problematic. Um, because um, Aaron Gray is a tremendous player. I think if if he can get a waiver, I think he's actually the best transfer in this conference, which we'll get into later. But that, that's that's a bit of a hot take. We will talk about it in our transfer but, rankings, likely. Um, I also had my transfer rankings is Ethan Roberts. We, we will. Roberts yes, is somebody I love. Um, Did you have Ethan Roberts on your third team? Yes, he's my okay. small forward. I had him, and then while we're continuing with Drake, I had Darnell Brody on there as well. I do too. Yep. Um, okay. and then my last member that we haven't talked about is Jacoby Wood from Murray State. Um, okay, solid I have Toby Aquani from UIC. Okay. Um, I, I looked at him. So he's a six eight guard. Um, yeah, he's more guard skills, but uh, shot the ball pretty well last year. Um, and him and Rivera are just going to take up a lot of the scoring. So I definitely yeah. think mm-hmm. that's. 1A and 1B as far as their scoring goes. So, Yes. Uh, so for our top 10 transfers, I had Swope number one. Obviously, you uh, failed to see that he existed. Um, yeah, so no. I'll, I'll, put, I'll put Swope. Um, I'll put him at four. Um, okay. I don't think he's better than my top three, um, but I think okay. he's probably four. So, I'm um, so I have who, Aaron Gray as an asterisk at number one in case he does get a waiver. I'm really big on him. He's got really good size, good shot creating ability, really big prospect. 
Um, okay. He's originally from Providence, then was at Niagara. Um, and then was he ever at Providence? Or No, he was at Southern New Hampshire. Started Southern D- New Hampshire. D2, I know he was recruited Niagara. by Providence heavily, but they didn't end yeah. up with him. Um, yeah, he probably wasn't recruited by them heavily. Yeah. If but, he, uh, yeah, he was at Niagara with Noah Tomasson. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, he was I, somebody I, I wanted yeah, I him to have a bigger eight. role. Um, I think he's good. Yeah. No, I feel like, again, with Indiana State and how their track record with combo yeah. guards is amazing. Well, that's you know? why I had Swope at first. Right. Because um, he's can really score a combo ball, guard. Ball. So I'm talking like 6'6", six, 6'4". Six, six, Somewhere yeah, well, like, I mean, yeah, that, that's just a wing. You're talking about a wing. Combo guard is like one, two. I mean, a combo guard basically can be a guy who plays both ends as well. Oh, well, combo guard, I think of as a guy who can like who who can like fair enough, be fair play enough. point guard and shooting guard, but which yeah, is but what they have a really good track record with guards. But so yeah, just Aaron Gray can really reach isn't, new heights. Isn't he more of like a forward? I mean, I know he has pretty skilled yeah. player, but. I mean, I'm starting to flash forward. Four, um, if he's he's six, happens six. to be eligible. Um, but yeah, either way, basketball is so positionless. He's a very skilled player. Yeah. Um, um, but anyway, number two, I have Isaiah Rivera. Okay, so uh, I I have Ethan Roberts at two, Isaiah Rivera at three. Ethan Roberts is almost like off-brand Tucker of reason away. I uh, can is. really. Uh, <laughs> Can really shoot the ball, uh, three point range, mid range. Um, was very good as a freshman on he Army. He the ball well too. He's a good cutter, which is mm-hmm. something you know that Drake teams do very well. So mm-hmm. he's a he fits them like a glove, in my opinion. He's gonna be really good. Okay. Um. So I had him, um, at three behind okay. her. Then I have we'll put Swope in front of Atten right. Okay. Um, so I'd add and write at four. Yeah, I'd add and write at four, but we'll swipe, put swoop okay. right in front of add and write. We'll swoop him right in front. And then I, right. have R- I have RJ McGee from Tulane at five. Okay, uh, going to Southern Illinois. Yes. So Southern you had him at six. Or... Yeah, because I think Southern Illinois is going to really need scoring. <laughs> they they do need someone to step here. up because um, um, of that, so. At number five, I have Jordan Davis uh, for Illinois State. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of him personally, but he started and was like a serviceable Big Ten player. And I think moving down to Illinois State, uh, I think it'll be definitely a high-end Missouri Valley player there. Not sure if he's really going to be like a go-to guy. Illinois State already has That's a few guys thing, that can honestly like be if, like that. Uh, Illinois State is a couple of scorers that I kind of liked. They, yeah. Um, Dexter, right? Uh, yeah. I, I'm thinking more like Darius Burford. And um, Darius Burford. Kazabuki is um, still there. He is uh, there. Um, but yeah, we, we will look into that farther. I had Jordan Davis there. at 10. My boy Miles Foster is there too. Okay. Um, and the Lewis. Yeah. Yeah. Number six. So I had Cesar Edwards. Oh. Uh, Missouri State transfer was like That's sort why. of in the rotation at Xavier, not really, but like he would he would play like a little bit. Um, not like uh, not like a super bench warmer. Um, I think he's a guy that could really make an impact it's as a big Harper Cesari Edwards front court. Yeah, he is. Uh, 
he's an athletic uh, big guy that could honestly be very good in this conference. It wouldn't surprise me if he's like just amazing. Yeah, honestly, um, Dana Ford is like these physical force. Like he, he last year they had some really good physical force. What was the guy's last last year transferred? It was um, really good. Yeah, uh, uh, original. Uh, I don't know if that's what you're thinking of. He yeah, wasn't like one of them though. Um, let me let me look. Let me look. Yeah. I mean, I can look right He's now. Right um, who who do you have at six though? So I had Cesare Edwards at six. Yeah, same as you. Okay. Um, Magbo, Magbo. Um, yeah, Jonathan Magbo was really good. He, he was more of a five, but he was he was. I mean, really physical, really good. Um. She had Edwards six as well then. Yeah. Okay. So seven, I continued my theme of the down transfers with Amari and Ellis for okay. Bradley. Um didn't play at all his past season. He was hurt. Um played at Marquette uh as a freshman, I believe. Um so I think he has three years of eligibility left. Let me double check that though. Um, but yeah, I just trust that he'll be able to see um some role moving down to the Missouri Valley level after being at a good program in Marquette going to another good program in Bradley um I have Ryan Conwell at seven someone from South Florida um okay. yeah I was actually a decent fan of his as far as potential went he wasn't good okay. there of course um Look, it's hard to be good on South Florida when Lindsey is the offensive coach. He's one of the worst offensive coaches in the country. Um, he's awful on that end. So I think going from someone like that to Indiana State's coach, who is one of the best offensive coaches in mid-major basketball, um, I think can really help him. Um, and there's going to be minutes at guard for him. Um, Conwell is going to get run, whether if it's yeah. off the bench or – Maybe he breaks starting lineup for a game or two. I, I don't know, but he is upside, and you know I definitely believe in him enough to to put him on my top ten transfer list. Yeah, um, I I he's a guy that I like. He's also a guy I did not have in my starting lineup, which was a, a main reason yeah. why he was not on my list. He's on my bench, but um, yeah, I think he'll still be good though. Really good yeah. at long term pickup, especially. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. So number eight, I Gray. Who do you have at eight? At eight, I have Malik D. Yeah. Okay, I have Malik D at Malik ten D from Belmont. Yep. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, he's uh skilled, Belmont, skilled yeah. big that should be able to do well under very good staff there at Belmont. Uh, number nine, I have Alden Applewhite, who will. I don't think he has like really a chance of being eligible this year. Um, but I still wanted to shout out uh because he's a pretty good player. I mean, I think he like started he's at Portland. Valpo, right. Uh, Alden Applewhite, he was at Mississippi State and he transferred to Portland. Now he's at Murray State. That's right. I know. I seen him on some of the rosters. Yeah, okay. I mean, he he was a good player at Portland. Um, former like top one fifty recruit ish. I mean, just transferred Mississippi State because he didn't really play as a freshman, which um just a lot of people do it, even though he would have been in for a role had he stayed. Um, yeah. At number nine, I got Miles Foster, who I I like. Um, Miles Foster is a really efficient scorer. He's always been that way, and he's gotten better year by year easily. Um, you know, I remember maybe two years ago when he was with Shavar and Pappas, he was a very limited role player. 
But as that production left, you know, King Rice asked more and more of him. And he was really good around the rim, always. He had to extend his range last year a little bit because, you know, they had a horrible guard. So he had to take on some of that guard load, too, and turn into a player that, you know, he really wasn't. So, you know, he had to start taking mid-range shots, and that's not really his game. I think, you know, here at Illinois State, he's going to get back to being that post scorer where he was really good. Um, He's really good around the rim and very physical on the glass. And I think he can get back to his strengths here. Um, You know, Monmouth just asked so much of him last year. If I were to look at his usage rate, I know it's off the charts. Like, you know, in their half court, like it was Miles Foster or, you know, they weren't scoring. Um, So... Yeah, I think he could be pretty decent for Illinois State um, in their front court. Yeah, I didn't have him because of how bad Monmouth was, honestly. Um, he didn't have, like, out-of-this-world efficiency numbers, which was part of, like, because he was the best player on the team and yeah. had to take yeah, yeah, uh, extra shots. But, yeah, I think I it's just, a solid move for him. I think yeah, I, I do not hate to pick up at all. Um Moving forward to that's all your 10, right? Yeah. Um, breakout players. One breakout player I have is Connor Enright from Drake. I think he will be the starting point guard. He he is a dog. He is I think so. He 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 is like the ultimate like hustle player. Like he 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 does all that stuff. He's he, gonna be he's gonna be the new starts, huh? Yeah, he he he's a point guard though. Um like really that. plays with a ton of energy. That's like the main thing I noticed about him, I, I'm a big Connor Enright guy. Yeah, he doesn't really stand up, um, stand out on the stat sheet at all. So, no, I mean, you know, he was a freshman. I have to and watch I, him, right? Yeah. To he was a get freshman, it. and I think he's better than Gibson, so that's why I put him in my starting lineup. Okay. He is. And I bet DeRidius has some familiarity with them, so when he knows the system, so that's an advantage, too. Um Yes. Yeah, no, uh, who, he's gonna be who interesting. Was one of your, yeah. I think a big guy here to look at is Damian Mayo Jr. Um, you know, he's a kind of a role player last year for Missouri State. He uh was behind some solid guards, but those guards are back. Chance Moore, I think, is limited. He's pretty inefficient. Both both Missouri State's guards are pretty inefficient. They chuck up shots. Um, I, I really think uh, Mayo's got some upside here. He's a bit of a um Hybrid between forward and guard, six seven. Um, he's solid on the glass. He has some guard skills. Um, I think he can play some really good minutes this year and uh, definitely take a pretty big jump in production too. So, yes, uh, one guy had another guy is Troy D'Amico for Southern Illinois. Um, I just had to pick someone to Southern Illinois because they lose a lot of their big time production and someone's gonna need to really step into a bigger role. I chose him. Um, who's another guy that you have? So did you have anyone from Southern are, Illinois? I mean, I guess I, just, I, I felt forced technically, to right? Like, but I mean, R.J. McGee. I tried to stay away from all of my um transfers. Yeah, dad, that's like right. that. But I have Jacoby Gillespie on here. I think I had to include him. He, okay. he ate a game last year, but I could easily see that increasing to like 12 yeah. to 15. I, I just didn't include him because of how good he was last year. Right. He, he so was like, the he like was, he was too far ahead of my criteria yeah, for like a breakout yeah. player. But, but I also get what you're saying. Um, yeah. As I look at breakouts as like, you know, there's like four tiers. If you jump a tier, I consider, you know, I consider okay. that person being a breakout candidate. Okay. 
I, I understand that. Um, but I did have a Belmont guy on there. I went with Isaiah Walker. Um, okay. Just because he's he's like really the only guy in the bench that's had some experience, and he'll be the best guy off the bench this year. Um, the number one guard off the bench. So I think he's a guy that could see a bigger role. I Again, I think Belmont has a really good coaching staff. Um, definitely mm-hmm. trust your guys to progress, develop over their years. So he's a guy that I think could take a reasonable jump. Nothing crazy, but like he could shape into a really solid role player. Yeah, that being said, I, I did have Cesarian words and Conwell on here. I feel okay. like I had to have them on here because they're kind of yeah. like the textbook definition of breakout. So um, you know, I had to include them. And I have an asterisk, Michael Duax and Aaron Gray, because they're obvious breakout guys. Okay. Um, by definition, I feel like I have to have them here. So sure, sure. Um, one guy I had is Darius Hanna for Bradley. He's gonna yeah, be their starting not. center, maybe, um, probably with Mass obviously not there. Obviously, Leone is gonna be like the go-to, like big production guy in the back in the front court. But um, I think Hanna can still take a reasonable jump, maybe get uh, crack double digits there. I mean, he was a really solid back at Big last year. Um, Him and Leon's are going to be an awesome duo. On the front uh, not not quite as good as last year, but they're still going to be very good. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, do you have more? Uh, let's see. You have any Just more? I mean, you kind of really, listed uh, everyone. Um, my last one was Jaden Brownell for UIC. Um, I, I think he's a guy that could really be pretty solid. Um, this year, let me pull up his stats. He was like, he he's a big man, I believe. Um, yeah, he's he's a big man that like had some decent shooting numbers last year. Um, shot it well from three and uh, somewhat limited volume, but showed some real potential. Had some flashes down the stretch. Um, he's a guy I think could get the starting job and could really like emerge into a. Is he solid. like a center? Yeah, he he's a center. Yeah, they definitely need help in the front court. So, you know, I definitely yeah. feel like he can get the starting job. Yes. Um Yeah, they they have some guys, but like Okani's more like it's like plays wherever. Um mm-hmm. sort of like a right. true center, even though he is a good rim protector. Mm-hmm. Um more of like a three four naturally. But moving on to our all freshman team, um one guy I had is Chuck Bailey the third for Evansville. I think Evansville is just going to be so bad. And he was, he at one point was like a really good recruit. Um, He might have been a Donda Academy guy. Oh, was he? No. Oh. I, I think he was. But like at the same time, he had offers from like Kansas at one point. Obviously, Kansas wasn't actively recruiting him when he committed to Evansville. But like he, he still take the shot. He's probably going to get some big minutes there. Um, Did you have him? No, your... yeah, I, I mean, you probably will make it because Evansville just doesn't have any yeah, other. He, he did go Donda Academy, so um, that's... asterisk. <laughs> yeah, if he's bad, he uh, I wouldn't. Surprise so me. yeah, you. So we want to talk about asterisks. Um, we're gonna look at Missouri State here. Um, I obviously have Tyler Bay, which we're gonna get. I have through. Tyler Bay as um, well, but not there's... not the former Colorado player. Yeah, we have Davion Hill here from Williamsport, PA, from where Little League World Series is. Um, so he's a two-time Pennsylvania Player of the Year. Um, 
you know, Williams in uh, what what division? Um, so he's a four-time All-State honoree at Newman Regional Academy. He'll average thirty-four points a game, four I rebounds mean, per game. Um, he was named two A Player of the Year by the state sports writers. He collected twenty-eight hundred points. Um, yeah. leading his team to four straight district titles. Now it is two A. Two A is not great. Yeah. Those, those are good numbers. Those are one thing. Jump out at you. One thing I will say is he he is a point guard, correct? Yeah, he's six two and yeah. The thing is, I think Missouri State has too many good point guards already. They, they have do. Austin Mason, know. Matthew Lee, like Damian Mayo is kind of a point guard. Um, so I mean, I didn't really do extensive research into all these guys, but I kind of checked him off the list just because the minutes aren't really going to be there. I think. Um, yeah, you know, I personally don't love Missouri State guards, but I know Dana Ford does. So, you know, and Tyler Bay is kind of a guard too. He's six eight. He's listed yeah. as a guard. Um I mean he um, he's he's gonna be more of like a three. Yeah, I figured um, more of a three, but yes. Yeah, uh, you know, like I don't know if Chance Moore and Austin Mason could even hold it down like all year. Like I feel like they could definitely I mean they're they're both high major players. They'll be yeah. former. Um more chance more. I think chance more is definitely good. Um but yeah we'll see. Um, Guards can be an adventure sometimes though. One player I have though is John Kissinger from Illinois State. He was the Wisconsin Mr. Basketball really put up some big numbers there. Um so yeah that's why I had him. He's the guy that I'm not sure what the role exactly is going to be like but he he is he is uh he's gonna be next up for Illinois State. High pants, right? Uh, John Kissinger. Josh Kissinger. Yeah, John so I have Ty Pence from Illinois State. Okay. He was another good freshman, six six, two ten. Um, he was a top two hundred recruit, one of just three incoming Illinois players uh, to be inside the top two hundred. Um, he had twenty four hundred uh, points in high school. He averaged 27 a game, seven rebounds. Um, he was first team all state in 2023. Uh, you know, he looks definitely checks a lot of the boxes. They're going to yeah. need kind of help at the combo forward. Um, so, you know, they're definitely going to need guard help. I feel like, you know, like Dalton Banks. And, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. Kazabuki, Pondexter's Pondexter's actually pretty good. Jordan Davis is solid. Yeah. But besides um, that, um, definitely liking in like a three four depth though. Yeah, I agree. Three so, and fours are a real weak spot. Um, um, not the bench, but yeah, I, I have two guys from Belmont on my list, and Brigham Rogers and Sam Ormy. Um, I think uh Bel- Belmont doesn't have a really strong bench outside of. Like all freshmen, it's basically all freshmen plus yeah, Isaiah Walker. Um, these freshmen are good too. Like all their freshmen, I think are pretty good. I'll have um, another one on there that you don't have. So, all right, well, go go ahead. So I have Drew Sharnowski. He's more. Uh, I I heavily considered him as well. He's a four. Um, you know, as far as Tyson and Dia go behind them, I feel like they're a bit shallow as depth goes. You know, I think yeah, both yeah. Dia and Tyson can both start honestly at the four and yeah, five. Both starting. So, you know, behind them, I think Sharnowski's gonna get a real look. Six nine, two fifteen from Burlington, Illinois. He averaged twenty three and nine. 
um, 58% shooting, number 15 prospect in the state of Illinois. Um, you know, he's, he checks a lot of the boxes and I know Belmont is just awesome with their stretch force and, you know, so now I think he could probably be another one of those guys probably. So, yes, I, I definitely think he's a guy that could be really good as well. Um, just decided to go a little bit different direction good too, which you have, um, I looked into them as well. Yes, but now we will go to our team breakdowns. Uh, first off, Evansville. Uh, we don't need to spend much time in them. They're they're not good. Um, Kenny Strawbridge put up some decent points. He saw. I don't really. I mean, he's okay. He's better than the other guys they have. Um, but like, I don't know. What are what are we doing here? There's uh not really a D one team. Yeah, I mean, no, like I really didn't even look at them, man. Like I know Strawbridge is there, and I looked at them last second before we got on air. Um, yeah, they're just you know they did get that one prospect for next year, right? Um, wasn't he like a four star even? I mean, are you talking about Chuck Bailey? I think. Or, uh, yeah, I don't think he's there yet. But no, I mean, no, Chuck, Chuck Bailey's there. It was something last off season. I don't yeah, know. Probably Chuck Billion, but I mean, like basketball. Eventually, <laughs> just to be good too, man. Yeah, in the days when, uh, with like Colt Ryan, DJ Ballantyne, that like one international big man that you couldn't uh, spell his name. The good old days. Um, yeah. No. But yeah, they're, they're they're terrible now. Um. I mean, it's a new coach. Like, I don't hate what they did at Rosters offseason, but there's not mm-hmm. much you can do in this situation. Like, um, Cameron Hafner's a solid transfer in. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, but, like, overall, like, it's just kind of – Yeah, I don't think they're going to be Yeah, I've done last in the conference. Yeah, um, I do too. <laughs> I think that's pretty uh, pretty unanimous. Yeah, I'm. It's it's close. Even though Valpo, um, I went back and forth with them and Valpo. Yeah, um, we'll get into probably. Yeah, I there's not a lot here, but yeah, next team is UIC, who finished second to last last year. I have them sitting at eighth this year. It's funny. I have them eight too. Um, I don't hate them. Like there, there's a clear gap somewhere in there. Um, I think they're going to be a lot better than last year. year. Absolutely. Um, Isaiah Rivera is a really good ad. Marquise Kennedy was not that good last year, but is like a very good ad when you're working with a uh, above 300 team in Ken Palm last year. Um, they have some young talent here. Andrew King put up decent stats at Houston Christian as a freshman, I believe it was a freshman. He looks um, promising, yeah. I saw he was like the first player I saw when looking at previews. Yeah. Yes. Um Toby Okani, really versatile forward, big, whatever you want to play him. Obviously, Jane Burnell breakout potentially. Uh Philip Skolbaz um might pronounce that wrong, but I, I kind of like what I see from him. Yeah, obviously Rivera's gonna be amazing. Um really kind of like to see him overall. I mean, they're just yeah. improved team. You got front core questions. Maybe this guy Cameron Fans, who played some last year. Um yeah. he played like ten minutes a game, three points a game. Maybe he gets a bigger role. But then there's that one guy you said, I believe. Yeah, Jaden Brunell. Yeah, Jaden Brunell looks pretty good to me. Um I th- I feel like he probably deserves uh 
a starting job too. Shot forty percent from three last year. Yeah, that's four starts. Uh, Red shirt freshman. That really stuck out to me how versatile he was. Um, I think they could be really stretched. Yeah, this year, which is what you want. They will absolutely be so much better in Ken Palm, even though like eleventh versus eighth isn't a huge difference, like in the standings. They they will be so much better. It will like, and I like their coach too. Jace Carter, I think going to A and M is a big jump for him. Like I, I, I'm I'm not a big Jace Carter guy. I'm not either. He he could score the ball, but like he wasn't super efficient. Like he was kind of like a bigger player in the Missouri Valley. It was kind of. He was a shot to, shocker. Yeah, he he was not a good three point shooter. Considering no. he, he shot so many of them, and he That's did not make it that because he can't shoot. That's <laughs> a great fit. Um, but yeah, it's all on UIC going to Valpo. Um, this roster is a roster. I'm honestly kind of considering having them last now. I have them 11th. They're bad, man. Um, yeah, I have them 11th, too. I, I just, like, just switched them when you started with Evansville a couple minutes ago. I had Valpo last. Um, like, like, what about this roster is, like, make excites you? Um, it, you, know, you said the coach was decent, so that's why I didn't have yeah. them last. <laughs> um, yeah, they're, they're coaches. I mean, has a good track record. But... So, you know, I put them 11th just because of their coach, pretty much. Um. Looking at this roster, like it's nothing excites me. When I told you, like eighty percent of them don't have profile picks. There's so many freshmen, um, or at least I think. I, I um, yeah. One of the guys played on Team Canada this summer for the U nineteen. Cool. I think it was Jahari Williamson. But yeah, they lost um Kobe King. They lost Ben Kriege. Um, yeah, they thought of a clay a couple years ago. Um. You know, they used to be a respectable team, but yeah, dude. What what do we think about Luol Manyang? Um, let me look up my roster. He's, he's a Hofstra redshirt freshman. Hofstra. Transfer from Hofstra, got some serious high major offers and interest during his time in high school. Jahari Williamson standed out to me when I looked at this. Um, you have Luol Manyang. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Blair Academy. From South Sudan. So if you guys don't know, South Sudan is the newest country in the world. So um, that's pretty cool. 6'10". You know, I hope he plays. He probably will start at center. Yeah, I I have um, him starting personally, but I wouldn't See the brother of that guy from uh, Loyola Chicago, Schweiger? Probably. They're definitely related. Um, I think. I don't know. Jackson Edwards didn't really play at Murray State, but I think he's a guy that could be like pretty good now. Yeah. Okay. Um, but overall, like it's just a bunch of guys. Like no one and Connor, no one's going to be good. This Connor year. Barrett is terrible. Like they, the returners they have are terrible. They do have a guy. Isaiah Stafford might be good. He's Isaiah. from John A. Logan, who was the best junior college in the country. Okay. And oh, he yeah. put up some decent numbers. Isn't that where Kurt Lewis is from? Yes, it is. Um, okay. They won the JUCO National Championship, I believe. Um, he was at Southern Indiana two years ago. Look at this. Was he? Um, yes, he was. And then he went to John A. Logan. I feel like I kind of remember that now. And I, I remember like doing a bunch of research on Southern Indiana last year. Yeah, um, so he did the whole, you know, the D1. Then, well, they weren't D1 at the time, but they were really good. 
and then they, he they went to JUCO, and then now he's going back. I actually like the guys that go to JUCO and they go back to D one. There's a good success rate in in those guys. Yeah. Um. Ola Ajiboy. Um. Is another young big, young okay. forward. Um. Yeah. I've overall, seen. like, there's some young talent. There's some stuff. There's some stuff to be excited about, but this year is going to be terrible. That's enough talk about Valpo. They're not going to be good. Illinois State is the next team. They finished ninth last year, and I have them in the same place. Um, I believe I do too. Um, yep, I do. Yep. It's another team that I like. Like, I think they'll be a lot better than last year, but I agree. Um, are they really going to like get? They were weird much? last year, right? They had games where they they competed with some of the top teams in the conference, and then they had some games where they were just completely embarrassing. So, like, you just didn't know what you were going to get. Yeah. See, I think this year they're going to be more consistent. They don't have terrible guards. No. The front court is decent. And didn't they have that? Is their coach back from last year? Didn't they fire their coach? It, it's an, it's a, I think Lacha was his first year. That's right. Yeah, that was two years ago. That yeah. was a disaster. But they yeah, Ryan Pedon, I believe, is who it is. Um, yeah, he's all right. I don't I mean, think... he's been there one year, not really. Right. Kind of. Take away, but exactly. I like this roster. They're not bad. No. Like Poindexter, Burford, and backcourt. You have like Jordan Davis, Foster, Kendall Lewis is good. Like Kasubke, Kissinger. Yeah. I like. They have Brandon Lieb from Illinois. Um, they have a solid eight guys. You know, Dalton right. Banks. Uh, yeah, I, I think it'll be a lot better. I just kind of like the middle of the conference this year better. Uh, Seneca Knight is a pretty big loss. Yeah, Seneca. Really, not a lot to say about them. Like, there's gonna be well, like, a boring team but like they have guys um where'd you have them again ninth i had them ninth too okay um yeah i assume we both have the salukis 10th then uh yes we we will get into that in a while but yes i, I that is where i do have them next up northern iowa um i have them sixth i have them fifth okay yeah. um they were they return a ton i was uh a little bit sad to see that Austin Fife just ended up retiring. The injuries got the best of him. He was kind of planning on playing this year, um, but he he medically retired. He he was really good when he was healthy, though. He was. I had to remember him. It was like three years ago. But they do have Nate Heis back. Yes, who is healthy and I'm who is not medically retiring. Um, I. Yeah, no, them and Missouri State, I was really splitting hairs with. Um, yeah. There's running it back, though. Like, big story, there's running it back. Yeah, you know, I just believe in, in Bowen Barn to kind of keep them respectable and they'll win yeah. a couple of games. I mean, he's just so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Um, um, I wish he, he was a little taller, but my goodness. Well, why he's at Northern Iowa. That's right. Because if he um, was a little taller, he would be a power five player. Probably, um, um, he's terrific. But yes, um, yes, Michael Duax, you got um, Tyen Anderson, who's good. Um, yeah. Well, they have a obviously with Northern Iowa and Ben Jacobson teams, you always worry about defense, 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 and they've always struggled there. Rim protection is going to be a problem for them. Um, you know, if they play like a Missouri State, like I just worry about them on the glass. I think they're going to get killed on the glass. Um, you know, Missouri State's always crazy on the glass. Um, 
But yeah. no, I kind of put them over Missouri State because I like their guards a little more. I don't know. That could go either way. Um, so okay, yeah. Um, I th- I think they've been a little bit overrated personally. Like I agree. I think I'm people similar. are people are overrating just like how much running it back. Like they were they weren't that good last year. They At the same time, I still like them now. Like they I'm not really like out. Now. They were like eighth place last year or something. Yeah. So like, at what point does running it back actually matter? I mean, maybe it mattered a little more when they thought they would have a healthy five. Um, they do have highs. I think they'll be better, but like some people are hyping them up to too much extent, which I, I, I don't agree with personally. I don't think they're anything past top five at the very most. Well, huh. I mean, there, there was kind of a big group I had after like the top teams, but I, I think they're good. It's mm-hmm. a big, big clump of teams in the middle I of think the it NBC. Really drops off after the top four, personally. The top four is really good. Okay. Huh. Um, but next up is Murray State. I have them at seventh. Uh, yeah, I have them, I believe, at seven as well. Yeah. Why oh, is my thing glitching out? I mean, um, it's yeah, another team seven. I like. Another team I like. Um, just the team. Other teams are better, like Jacoby Wood, Ryan Moore, Rob Perry, has solid returners. Um, Apple White won't be eligible, uh, likely. Um. You want to talk some... about a team that had a weird season last year? You want to talk about Murray State, right? Remember yeah. the Charleston tournament? They played amazing at tournament. I'm like, Murray State is going to be a dynasty. They're never going to drop off. They beat Colorado. They beat – who else did they beat? They no, beat some... I don't think they beat Colorado, but they did beat Texas A&M. They beat Texas A&M, though. They did. Yes, they um, did beat Texas A&M. And they that beat... was the big win. They, they lost to UMass at the buzzer, I believe. Yeah, I bet you. Noah Fernandez at the and then UMass started being bad after that. Yeah, too. that was such a weird tournament for so many teams. Colorado was in there. It was, yeah, it was UMass, UMass beat Colorado. Uh, UMass had people thinking they were good. They they were not good. Yeah, no, I was on the UMass hype train, admittedly. Yeah. Um, and they just fell apart. Frank Martin lost the locker room, and UMass is going to yep. be a team that we definitely uh, have a nice discussion about when it comes to we will discuss about them a lot of young talent not to go up on UMass management but they will not be very good this year no um but yeah Murray State who lost UMass last year um yeah I just don't think they're any different from last year like I do think DJ Burns was a sizable loss he was just such a high energy player they don't have that same energy down low who can crash the glass I think super uh efficient offensive player as a whole he was. Um, he was really good in that Charleston tournament, too. He was big. Yes. Him and Perry were uh, very good. Yeah. Jamari Smith is also a pretty sizable loss. Um, yeah, I just don't. I think they probably actually got a little worse. So, but that's yeah. Just... But at the same time, like, um, yeah, and they they had some solid guys like Sean Walker from Mercer scored eight points. Very solid. Um, that's right. Yes. Laurent Rice, I think, could be good. Mm-hmm. I actually maybe should have had my all freshman team. He's like a top 200 point guard they got. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but really, still, like, John McCreary could be another good freshman for them. Um, overall, though, uh, Steve, Steve Prom is a good coach at Murray State. He's not a good shy Iowa State, but he's a good coach at Murray State. I think he will get back to those winning ways. I agree. But th- this year, I think they're just in the middle of a big pack of teams. I agree. And they're kind of on the lower end. Um. Yeah, Missouri State next team up. I had them at fifth. Yeah, I had them at sixth. Oh, I, I honestly, I honestly like them. 
Um, yeah. Sort of, sort of. Like, I do like uh, Donovan. Donovan Clay is really good. Yeah, he is. I love like Clay. Chance Moore, Alston Mason are both former high major recruits. Um, yeah, they had interesting work with that. They were better than I thought they were, but, like, then again, you look at efficiency and then and yeah, um, those two weren't particularly efficient. Uh, more, more was okay. Yeah. Um, was Mason wasn't like super efficient, but he also wasn't like that much of a, much of a detriment. State. He was a bad always, yeah. When you're at Missouri State, you're always gonna have they always have talent. Uh, one thing Dana Ford does well is he brings in talent. It's just he does. They they don't perform, and Dana Ford's not a good in-game coach so like he's always gonna hold them back so that's why i had them sixth mogwa was so good uh he was too and that's, that's he was so loss. good now you gotta it was crazy how much like how good he was harper you know yeah um, what, what do we mean yeah. um matthew lee healthy though that's big least least he good. only played two yeah. games last year yeah uh nick, nick kramer's a guy i like Yes, he he's St. a Saint Louis. Saint Louis redshirt. I watched him in Peach Jam, I like heard he's when decent. he was playing. He he played in that Nick Smith team where when Nick Smith went like crazy on Peach Jam, and that's why everyone thought he was good, and he was really like never left that in college. But then that's why I love Nick Smith. He was so good then. But yeah, Nick Kramer was on that team. He he was like a really good shooter. Um, has all of his eligibility left? I think he's a guy that kind of surprised some people. Like no one's yeah. talking about Nick Kramer. Uh-huh. No, I agree. They have some other. Go- I like R- Roth Ayers is interesting. Um, he's got some size. He he's a talented guy. Um, you know he's pretty shifty. Um, he's limited. He started some games last year for them because they. Had, he, I believe he did. Um. Yeah, he did actually. Um. um very low usage player. He is. But... Doesn't look to score, but yeah, he's a good ball um... handler and things like that. I guess. Yeah, it wasn't really in the rotation, like, besides the weird part oh, where he, like, started. Penninger. I've heard about him for some reason. Um, Who? Redshirt freshman. I don't know why I've heard of Tommy Penninger. I forget why. I don't know why you've heard of him either. He's not in my depth chart. Yeah. Either I'm just missing him or he's a Definitely walk-on. a walk-on, but I don't know why I've heard of him. Because I've been I... really high the Missouri State in the last couple of years because yeah. of Mosley, Gage Prim, you know, yeah, those, all of them tightly. Very good there. Um, but no, Tyler Bay, Cesare Edwards, like their front court should still be pretty good. Obviously, Magbo is a big loss, but they'll still have guys in there. They they were a really good rim protecting team last year. They were like a That's, really good rim protecting. That team. is why they were as good as they, they were. Do they they do lose their best rim protector, which is Magbo? But well, let me check Cesare Edwards. Uh, I I feel like he is a good rim projector. No, he probably is. Six, um, pretty big. Um, so Edwards uh wasn't super high block rate, but also he didn't really get like a ton yeah, of minutes. So I, th- I think he also size. will block more shots in the Missouri Valley. I agree. Um, they're an intriguing team. They they do always compete in conference. I'll give Dana Ford that. Last year, especially, the reason for that is because their defense was so good. Um, which is crazy to say as a Dana, Dana Ford team, but they were a weird team last year. Like they weren't their usual selves yeah. last year. They were a low scoring team that just scrapped yeah. out wins. They beat they very slow teams last year. Like, um, I believe, right? They did beat Drake like twice. Um, let me check on that. They beat Drake twice. They did. 
Yeah, no, it was weird. They just scrapped out low scoring mm-hmm. games, and that was their style last year. And that's, yep. I don't I mean, I think it will be a similar style this year, honestly. We'll see, but yeah, I mean, uh, Davey Mayo, I, I like too. So. Yeah, uh, next team is Indiana State. I have them at fourth, I have them at fourth right now. Yeah, um, obviously, I mean, they're, they're, it helps. They're solid. Um, you know, if honestly, if they could Aaron Gray to add with Swoop, I could have them higher. They lost so much, though. Yeah, I feel I like mean, they did a respectable job replacing things. Personally. Yeah, but they lost so much, like McCauley, Henry, Nice, Gibson. Yeah, I thought McCauley was going to come back, but then he, he announced he was gone. He was out of eligibility. Oh, he was? Okay, never mind. Yeah, he, um, he's, he's been in college for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no losing cooper niece is gonna hurt he was so hot at the end of last year yeah, um yes uh swope swope is really good avila's really good gray's good if he gets a waiver i'm not not big on jake wolf um, oh i hate jake wolf we don't even he's, get he's not good. um he's no i'm not gonna more he, he's a guy last year i lost my mind watching him dude he is a guy that you look at analytics and like it sticks out that he's not very good but he can play enough to maybe he'll be better easy. in Indiana State's offense. I think the system is better for him. Morehead State was a really weird team last year. They're a defensive team. Um and he was kind of, you know, offensively Morehead State really struggled and he was a reason for that. But I think the free flowing offense of Indiana State and how they like to run things could help him because he he's a guy who likes to shoot the ball. So we'll Yeah. See. Um yeah, he's an okay shooter. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's with just, them uh, with Indiana State. It's defense. You know, with their style, they don't play a lot of defense. So. Yeah, he is a player though who has played five years. He's he's uh very old, very experienced. So that's why a lot of Indiana like, State does depend on a Farron Gray gets that waiver. Right? Yeah, that's that's a big thing. Um, they're not super deep. Yeah, um, Conwell's gonna have to step up, and I especially think at the forward position. Yeah, they're not. Um, deep Jason at Kent all. is really okay. their only like backup forward that has Bradley, played yeah. college before. Um, yeah, they're not a team that really prides themselves in big depth. They've never been like their coach definitely likes to go five out. Like Avila plays on the perimeter. Um, you know they're the reason their offense is the way it is is they play five out. They don't play any bigs in the paint. Um, So, you know, they're not huge with bigs anyway, but it still helps to have depth in there and defense. Yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah. I like their coach. I think they're still going to be pretty good this year, um, mm-hmm. despite a very new look roster. Next team is Southern Illinois. We already said we both had them at 10. They just lost so much. Yeah. I mean – so. They didn't really lose like so much. It's just who they lost. Yeah, exactly. because outside of Domask and Jones, they didn't really lose anyone that was like super big role player. But like those were the two guys that made the team the that made the, the team game. last year. Like their third best player last year was probably like Xavier Johnson, and he's yeah, he's, he's a game manager. Like he doesn't yeah, want yeah, to score yeah. much. Um, one thing I do like is that I like their staff. I think they're a good, like, developmental staff. That's, like, the kind of silver lining here. But, like, I – They're a great, they're great defensive team. They they do play great defense. However, on offense, I, I, I hate their offense. Like, 
even with Domask and Jones. Like, <laughs> Their offense was pretty big. Was just, Jones, Jones was part of the problem last year. Jones was part of the problem. It was pure isolation. Yeah. Yeah, you're lagging a little bit. Give me a minute. All right. Is it good now? My connection is unstable. Well, I can I can see you. Um, but yeah, Jones was definitely part of the problem. Going sixty-five for two hundred forty-three last year from three-point range was not ideal. That's actually very terrible. Even though he's proven to be a good shooter in years past, which is why I like to pick up to Purdue. Um, I think he'll be good there. But he was very he was a very good defensive player. Um, part of the reason why they were so good on defense, especially. Um. But yeah, uh, there goes Kyle. Uh, he might be back. He might not be. But Marcus Domas was also a very good player. He was really their main source of offense. Very efficient player. Um, really a three level scorer. But those two guys are gone. They're just not like okay. You're you're back. You're back. My connection's a mess. Yeah. Um, but I but was it- I was talking about how Domas and Jones. Um, I was talking about how Jones, first of all, sucked last year from shooting three pointers. Um, he's a good pickup for Purdue, though. Um, he is. It's Purdue well. What they need, uh, especially um, if he plays more in control, which he will at Purdue. Yeah, but the offense is not revolved around him. Jones last year, like their offense, there was no. Movement. It was bad. It was isolation only. They don't move without the ball. They don't cut. They don't screen. It was literally just watch Domask and Jones create for themselves, and the rest of the guys just watch and crash the glass. Yeah. I think um, it's going to be really bad this year without those two um, offensively. So Yeah. They got some transfers, but none of them really stick out to me. They got, like, Trey Miller from Incarnate Word, who average 10 there, like, like whatever. Um, I think he might have been a freshman. Ten okay. and Carnot was a freshman, like ten and three, like that is good, that. I guess even though they got Jarrett Hensley, who I don't think will be eligible, two time transfer thing. He could be good when he is. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. the staff has their limitations, but they'll at least be good defensively. So, I one thing I do think is that I feel like they'll find a way to get higher in tenth. Like I don't, sure I don't think defense. they'll be higher in tenth, but like I think they'll find a way to do it. Possibly. Like, I don't see who they're going to be better than, but Here's I think they're the going to find a way. Their home court advantage is some of the best, too. Like, their fans always show up. I mean, they have a great fan base. Um, Their home games are always packed. So, you know that it's going to be hard to win on the road at Southern Illinois, yes. no matter who um, you Absolutely. Um, But, yeah, next team is Belma. I have them where they were last year at third. Hmm. So I have Belmont second. Okay. I like Belmont a lot. Um, um I really liked their team, but also the pieces they lost were pretty significant too. Yeah. Uh, ben Shepard, obviously the big guy they lost. Drew Freeberg could really shoot the ball. Um, Evan Bronze, really efficient, big man. So they did lose some guys, but mm-hmm. they have a lot of young talent. Jacoby Gillespie, Kay Tyson, you got Malik Dia in. You got Jace Willingham in from Lee, average 16 points per game there. I had some experience. Uh, Keyshawn Davidson, solid piece as well. Good freshman class and a good coaching staff too. So that's why I'm still kind of in on Belmont. Yeah, and I and I feel like, honestly, I think they're going to be better defensively. I think Malik Dia gives them a bit of more of a rim protection. Mm-hmm. 
Is he? I thought he was more of like a offense. Really? I mean, uh, it didn't look like he ever did anything offensively at Vanderbilt. I feel like like he was. Yeah, I didn't do much of anything either. Yeah, obviously, so. but he gives him good size, and he played in the SEC. I feel like he'll be a good defender at this level. Yes, um, but Belmont was nearly the opposite of Southern Illinois. Good offensive team, bad defensive team last year. Um, I think they'll at least have some improvements here defensively, um, just yeah. because. Bronze was a good uh, rim protector, though. Mm-hmm. And like he um, is six nine two forty two. He's huge, two forty. Yeah. Massive. Tyson's four. Um, you know, I, I there's a lot I like about this roster. Honestly, like if the freshmen step up, they can definitely be like a top tier team in this conference. Yeah. So so I guess Dio was a pretty good rim projector. Um, when you play that, no, sure. I definitely feel. Like- Definitely more of like a skilled big though. Like he he's a skilled big. That's good. Can shoot a ball for sure. Um, That's why they pursued him. Yes. Um, yeah, they're an intriguing team. These freshmen really just fit. Um, their coach's system, Casey Alexander. Um, if you know they have a very set offensive system, and he only recruits guys that fit that system. So remember, know, remember when they freshmen. had Will Shaver this off season. Oh man, that's right. And, and I remember that. Um, not that it's <laughs> like he's not really much different than Dia, so it's probably why Dia. Yeah, I still like Belmont. I just I like a lot of their guards. Yeah, especially a lot of young talent. Pen. Really like young talent, Gillespie and Tyson plus Dia, incoming freshman. A lot to like here. Mm-hmm. So moving on to Drake last year, they finished second, but we're pretty clear the best team in the conference. Um. I have him first. Why is my connection so bad? Oh my gosh. Uh, well, it appears as if Kyle is having. Is can you hear me now? Um, maybe he can't hear me right now. Who was uh, on their internet? Um, well, I'm seeing you just fine, but I do not know if. Can you hear me? All right. Well, I can hear you, but your face is frozen. Uh, Give me a minute. All right. Well, I am we'll do that here again to entertain you guys while Kyle probably will disappear in a second. And I will talk about Drake because they have the best player in the conference. Tucker DeVries is not even close. Um, They have a very good coach, Darian DeVries, who has been really producing some results at Drake the past few years. Um, just really solid transfer group, best transfer class in the conference. Uh, Connor Enright is a guy I would like to break out, as I previously mentioned. Um, Darnell Brody, really experienced big man. He's back for like a seventh year or something crazy like that. Uh, good freshman class as well. Not sure if any of these guys are really going to play right away, but definitely uh, a class of the future to work with. Got Carlos Zario in from Washington State. Who? All right. Um, how is the connection now? So I rejoined the meeting, rejoined the link, closed out all my other tabs. All right. Well, so I think anyway, I, uh, I have Drake at first. I have Drake at third. That so, that's crazy. We'll see. They're clearly the best team in the conference, in my I don't opinion. Think so like, well, why not? Dive into their losses here. Garrett Sturts and Roman Penn are enormous losses for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. They're for not sure. guys you can really replace. Like. Garrett Sturts. Yeah, you know, yeah. He, he did Drake. a lot of dirty work. 
Garrett Sturgeon bodied Drake basketball, man. Like he made so many winning plays, the way he would crash the glass, dive on the floor. He was also, a, you know, he had clutch. He was really good like driving to the rim. He was really good mm, yes. cutting without the ball. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just don't, unless this guy in right can kind of fill that, like, but like, I don't know if that's replaceable. And then Roman Penn, like, here's the thing Roman with Tucker DeVries, right? I think Tucker DeVries needs a really good point guard next to him to get good looks. You know, I think a lot of DeVries success comes from Roman Penn getting him a lot of good three-point looks. And I feel like... also create by himself, though. Yeah. um, I think he's a spacer first, a creator second. He's a good creator, but I don't think it's his best attribute, right? Um, Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, he really benefited from a senior guy who knew the offense like Roman Penn. He got a lot of open looks. He's going to, you know, be a little more of a creator this year. I don't really think they have like that pure point guard like Roman Penn. I mean, Penn. maybe Enright can be that, though. I think Enright should be good. And they also have the best transfer class in the conference, which really isn't up for debate. Yeah. Um, I mean, Wright, Roberts, Gibson, Roberts, Alex Rosario. Um, Carlos Rosario. Um, we'll see what Carlos Rosario. I don't really know a ton about. Can work him. with him. I think he's pretty uh, decently athletic. Didn't really okay, play much at Wazoo, but yeah, we'll him. see. Um, yeah, no, like they have the shooting. <clears throat> I think a lot of it's going to come down to their guard play. Um, a lot of their success is going to just come down to shot creation. Um, I mean, Tim Wright's good. He is, but like we're going from an awful North Ridge team to a team that, you know, is expected to win the conference. Can he play winning basketball? Can he play defense? I don't know. Like, you know, to score the ball is one thing on a bad team, but like, is he going to be, is he going to match like the hard hat culture Drake where, you know, you defend? Um, I don't know that. Yeah. I think a lot of it depends on their point guard play. Like they have a lot of shooting, but like, can they get open looks? Um, you know, can they have point guards that find them? Um, and I just feel like again, closing out games is gonna be hard for them. That's always been a hard thing for Drake. Um, you know, they had to be scrappy to close out games. They had to <clears throat> make winning plays. Guys like Garrett Sturtz, Roman Penn were always big in the closing moments to not have either of those guys. Um you know, they're going to have to find answers. DeVries is going to be asked a lot. Can he, is he up for that? I mean, yes, he's a great player. Um, he's, but He's, yes. He can. I just feel like part of his game is, you know, playing off of a point guard. That and he can still great. do that. They're still going to have a guy that's going to be a good point guard. I mean, in comparison to Roman Penn, I don't think so. Like, Roman Penn was a fifth-year guy. He knew yeah. the offense. You're asking a lot of it right here. Um, to make a really big jump. <clears throat> I mean, they still have Gibson, who's, I mean, he's a point guard. If Enright isn't good, like, Gibson can still be a good facilitator, really at least. Defender. Like, can Enright defend? Can he, like, you know, can Gibson defend? Can Wright defend? I mean, like, Enright just plays with, like, so much energy. So even if he's not, like, super physically imposing, he's going to, like, he's okay. not going to be sure on and that. And I just think Brian Wardle is such a good coach. Like, and yeah. DeVries is so good too, though. He like, is right. DeVries is amazing. Like, do, both... do you think there's, do you think there's a better roster than Drake? Like, do you no. think Drake has the best roster? I, I do. I okay. do think Drake has the best roster yeah. on paper, but 
I Bradley, think they have the best coach too, <clears throat> arguably. I mean, he's Bradley's not like, like they have those guys back. Like they have the dirty work guys down low. Um, I mean, they lost their best player. I think Connor. We Hayden. can just continue this conversation to Bradley, who I have at two. Uh, you obviously have at one. I think Hickman um, is the perfect Brian Wardle system player that could be okay. another one option in that system. Um, they can run a lot of – the thing about what makes Brian Wardle such a good coach is his offensive sets. Um, he knows how to create looks for his best players. He's really good at high lows. Like he'll get Leones and Hannah a lot of high-quality looks down on the blocks. Um they're physical players, um, and they just they find ways to, you know, get second chance opportunities. They're going to be a lot of what Drake was last year. Going to be really scrappy. Um, you know, they have those guys um, that are really physical, um, and I, I think their guards are good enough. I mean, I don't think they're amazing, but I think Hickman can really score the ball. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Dean is pretty good too. Dean is solid. Um, I like him. Let me pull up Drake's roster again. I'm still looking at Belmont. <laughs> Let's see. Um, what the I didn't realize Drake's defense was so good last year. They had a top 40 oh, so defense good. nationally. Easily, you know. And I mean, a lot of that was Sturts. And Sturts, just, yeah. But Enright, Enright had, did have the highest defensive box plus minus on the team. Blocks? Wow, that's cool. The box plus, yeah. So he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna lock some guys up. That's um, a weird blocks plus minus. No, box plus minus. Box plus minus. Okay, no, that's a good stat. And box BPM, file, yeah. box defensive grid. BPM. Um. So yeah, um, he's really gonna be good defensively. I think he's gonna expand his game offensively a little bit. Gonna become, gonna cut down his turnovers. Gonna be a better yeah, passer. And- and Drake, I mean, uh, Bradley is Trey Pettigrew from Nevada, who's a solid ball he's, handler. He um, he will be – he's more of a two-guard, but mm-hmm. – I think, I think he'll he definitely can, have an uptick in production in Missouri Valley. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, I have him as your sixth man right now. Um, Damarian Bosch is an intriguing freshman. Dave. Okay. Ooh, you know what? I looked at him. Oh, oh. Yes, this guy I should have had him on my freshman team. Oh yeah. Almar Altison. I um, do have him slightly high in my rotation at seven. Prospect. He went to Sunrise Christian. It's really good okay. high school. Um he's from the Icelandic national team. He averaged 17 and 10 um through the European Championships. Um gives okay. them another depth piece. But yeah, you know, I mean Bradley won the regular season title last year. Um, but again, they did. Drake lose. was clearly the best team, though. I won't say clearly. Like, like they that that final game of Arch Madness, like Drake was. Drake's Drake always. I mean, Drake is always good in Arch Madness. They've been there, like. But you like know, you, you knew Drake was gonna win that game, obviously. Like, even though they were they weren't the higher seed, like. Mm. Yeah. No. I, I just got to see it without Roman Penisters. I thought so highly of them. Yeah, I mean, I think super highly of them as well. Like, I think, like, Bradley loses their best player. Like, they're still going to be good, but, like, Drake gets back their best player. Yeah, it could be that simple. Um, We'll see. Um, <clears throat> I think very highly of both. How this guy, Ahmet Janovich, 7-1 center. I mean, I don't know how much he'll play, but. 
I have him as like your 12th man. He did yeah, nothing they, much here. Why do they love Iceland so much? <laughs> he's from Iceland too. I mean, oh no, he's Serbia. Okay, why do I say that? A huge, he's a mountain of a man. Um, they have this red shirt junior, Christian Davis, 6'7 from Denver. Kind of whatever. Lamar. They're not super deep. Um, like, I mean, I mean, they're they're fine. Yeah, a lot of their depth I just don't know a lot about. I guess we'll find that out. Okay. Amari Nellis could be pretty good, though. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, I think a lot of it relies on, on Connor Hickman. He showed a lot of a lot of potential to me last year. Um, and I think he's the perfect Brian Wardle system player. So, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but, but I think Bradley will still be very good. I did not include him in my top 100 teams. They also were not super far out from making that list. Um, so yeah, and any other notes on? The, but okay, I I would be more scared of Drake and March and Bradley. Oh, of course, you know, just because of Tucker DeVries. That's when you start to discuss, right? Like, yeah. you know, they have their best player back. Bradley doesn't, right? But Drake is built built more for March for sure. Um, you know, it's you just probably gonna always be that way because they get the best talent in the conference. You know, so. So what made you put Belmont above Drake then? Belmont, um, I just feel like they have more shot creation here. Like, I don't know. Um, when it comes to Belmont, you know, I love Kate Tyson. I think he's in for a big year. Yeah. Um, and then I think Malik D is a good rim protector too, and a skilled yeah, forward. I mean, um, I, I would think Brody's better. Yeah. Probably. I mean, but Diaz here's the thing, Malik Dia. I mean, if he's a skilled big, maybe you could take him out of the paint, create driving lanes. I mean, the thing about Belmont is they're a big contrast in style from Drake. Like they'll speed Drake up a lot, um, offensively, which Drake may not like. Um, I don't know how <clears throat> Drake's gonna be, like you know, offensively when they force to play fast and things like that. They're a slow paced team. They've always been. Um, yeah. So they like to slow the game down. Belmont's kind of the opposite. Um, and I feel like they can give them some problems there. Um, you know, Belmont's just a very hard team to guard. Um, we just got to see how Belmont is defensively. They're going to be as bad as last year. I think mm-hmm. they'll improve a little bit on defense. You know, maybe enough to get that second spot. We'll see. It, again, with Belmont, it depends on their freshmen. I think. Yes. If these freshmen are really good system players, I think they can be right there with Drake. Um, but we just have to see. Like, I think Sharnowski looks really promising. Sam Orme looks really promising to me. Um, Jace Willingham, again, is another key guy. Um, and, no, I, I think Belmont is pretty good depth at guard, honestly. Um, Gillespie, Isaiah Walker, solid. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of freshmen, but, like. Keyshawn Davidson is a solid depth piece at guard too. Um, yeah, they may not have like the maybe the Tucker DeVries or anything, but they got their system players that fit um, Alexander's system, things like that. Um, and I think Kate <clears throat> Kate Tyson's a really big matchup problem. Like you know, I I, I definitely think Drake's going to struggle to guard someone like that. Because he's going to take, you know, guys like Brody and um, DeVries out of the paint, things like that. I wouldn't be surprised if Belmont beat Drake maybe once in the regular season. They'll split maybe. It could happen. 
Um, but you know, as far as winning Arch Madness goes, that's a different conversation. You know, yeah. obviously, obviously Drake's right. the favorite there. Yeah. Any any more thoughts on the Missouri Valley? No, I mean they kind of exceeded my expectations. I'm surprised. I, I have to make it to Arch Madness one of these years. Yeah, it seems, honestly, seems like a it's fun. Not one. The same as it used to be, but like it's still worth the trip, especially since you're local. Like, yeah, not not sure if I'm going to be able to find time before I'm out of college. Though. That's true. That's true. How far are you from St. Louis? Oh, it's on the other side of the state. Let me, <laughs> let me pull it. It's like pretty far. Let me pull it up on. Well, That's right, St. Louis. St. Louis is East Missouri, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. And you're northwest. Uh, oh, I, I went to I went to Columbia the other week and that was like three and a half hours from yeah here. it's gonna be uh, like six yeah and that it's still San Como's like, the middle point Como's the middle of the state yes, it's between uh, Kansas and uh, let's look up San Louis it is um only like five hours oh, okay it's still farther than still I high, need to be driving again if you I know. Have- for people in the Midwest, you guys are used to long drives like that. <laughs> yeah. That's what people say. Anyway. Drive while they get places, uh, especially like other towns and stuff like that. A lot more spread out in the Midwest than it is on these. Exactly. Coasts. Like I'm not used to driving that long, although I love driving, but, and I'll drive to see a good basketball tournament for sure. Yeah, I had to drive home another day, um, and then drive back. So it was like four hours of driving. <laughs> um, it's not it wasn't that bad, but it was things I'd rather be doing. But yeah, and anyway, give us a follow on our social medias at Hoops Hoop Media, Instagram, Twitter. Subscribe to our YouTube. Give us a five star rating if you are listening via the podcast platforms and. Let's see what conference is up next. That's what I was gonna ask you. We're in a weird spot as far as conference. Yeah, goes. I don't know. What, what do you think? We have a few options on the table. We could we could do the Big Ten. I want to stay away from Ohio Valley, please. I was gonna say we need to please. knock it out. We need to get done with it. <laughs> gonna kill me. <laughs> I I think it's about that time. That is like maybe my new least favorite conference. They've entered the fray after last year, like having to watch Tennessee Tech and uh, at least um at least SEMO was fun to watch at least um but yeah no no Philip Russell anymore no and yeah exactly and uh no um oh what was that team last year why did I'm I the team that got in a big fight through the punches uh um was it Eastern Illinois. No, no, or, no, no. The Eastern, Eastern Illinois. They, they was that it? was a guy that punched a fan. That was, or he, he tried to. I think he didn't actually make. No, Do you they, remember that though? They played Eastern Illinois. I forget the team that was playing. No, it was, it, it was uh, SIUE. Yes, but, but you do you remember when Eastern Illinois guy hit a fan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that was the same guy that was like the star of the game versus Iowa too. But yeah, we we will get into all that discussion on the OVC podcast, which might be coming up next. So until then, leave a like button, and we will be back shortly for that preview.